You're listening to Weekend Edition on Michigan Radio. The places one haunts are often not haunted, if haunted means there are ghosts or spirits there. That's what they say. Good morning. I'm Rebecca Kruth, and joining us now is University of Michigan English professor Anne Curzan. Good morning, Anne. Hi, Rebecca. You know, just for a second there, I kind of wanted to say haunting us now is University of Michigan English <laughs> professor Ann Curzan, because, you know, you do hang out here a lot. <laughs> I definitely haunt the Michigan radio studios. <laughs> this question hit my radar because someone asked me, is it my old hunting grounds or my old haunting grounds? If I'm talking about, for example, visiting my old neighborhood where I grew up and I'm looking at the places where I used to spend time, is it my old hunting grounds or haunting grounds? Rebecca, is this a phrase that you use? And if so, do you have an answer to that? I have never used haunting grounds, but I could definitely hear like my uncles talking about their old hunting grounds, you know, the places they used to hang out when they were in high school. Oh, I love it. Before we answer the actual question about hunting grounds or haunting grounds, let's talk about the verb haunt, because this sent me back to look at the history of haunt. And once you think about it, I think you can make the connection between the places that you haunt and a haunted house. But not everyone may have made that connection. So the verb haunt comes into English from French early in the 1200s. And early on, you've got a couple of meanings that we don't use anymore to practice habitually or to use habitually or frequently, and you won't see that anymore. But in the 1200s, you also get the meaning to frequent or to be much about a place. And that is a way we still use haunt. So Rebecca, I am sure you have places that you haunt. Absolutely. Our local climbing gym, actually, <laughs> I would consider a haunt. That's right. So we have that meaning of haunt. I was interested to see that there's also this earlier meaning where haunt could mean to frequent the company of someone or to associate with them habitually. So for example, you could haunt a certain minister of state. That is, again, not a meaning that we see much now. By the 1500s, we see the verb haunt start to be used in a figurative way to refer to, as the Oxford English Dictionary puts it, unseen or immaterial visitants, particularly memories, cares, feelings. And that can happen to us now, that one is haunted by a memory or by a worry. Rebecca, does that happen to you? I can think of a few very specific examples that I will not share here. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that in the examples I'm giving, we can sense that when a memory or something is haunting you, it's usually not good. Happiness doesn't usually haunt us. And dictionaries capture this. It's often a cause of distraction or trouble that something is haunting us. By the late 1500s, haunt comes to be used to the frequent visits of spiritual beings or ghosts. The first examples come from Shakespeare. In Richard II, we get some haunted by the ghosts they have deposed. And in Midsummer Night's Dream, we get, oh monstrous, oh strange, we are haunted. So that's where we get the sense that the haunting is by ghosts. And of course, that's where we get a haunted house. Okay, so Rebecca, now we got to go back to the original question, which is the places that you used to visit, are they your old hunting grounds or haunting grounds? And given this, what's your guess? 
I'm thinking it probably used to be haunting grounds and somebody just misheard it and it caught on. And you're absolutely right. This would be historically your haunting grounds. And I'm really interested now to be thinking about this because I do think perhaps we have an egg corn on our hands here, a phrase that people are reinterpreting into something that is familiar. Of course, there are hunting grounds. Hunting grounds are grounds where people hunt. Can you haunt hunting grounds? <laughs> of course you can. Well, Anne, it's always a pleasure to have you haunting our studios here at Michigan Radio. Thanks so much. Have a really good rest of your Sunday. Anne Curzan is a professor of English at the University of Michigan. We look at the evolution of language every Sunday here on Weekend Edition. If you can't always catch us on Sunday, you can subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you have a question about our ever-changing language, email us at language at michiganradio.org.